Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Uh, as children of God, as Christians, as people who were once lost but now were found, we've got to keep a steady watch. The Bible says in Matthew 15, it says, to be careful what you hear. The Bible talks about the eyes and the ears of Lot. If you see that, it says, my son, attend to my word, incline your ear to my sayings, let them not depart from your eyes. And so we get this picture of what goes into your eyes, what goes into your ears as to, to, to give a careful watch to what you're hearing what you're, and what you're seeing because it has an effect on your heart. Ultimately, what you hear and what you see generally is what you believe and, and, or what you think about. And what you think about is what you believe. So if I can change what you're seeing, what you're hearing, I can change what you're thinking about. And so I can change what you believe. And so the word of God is important because if we keep it in front of our eyes and we see it, uh, my pastor recently said, if you believe what's happening in the world more than you believe the Bible, you're in trouble. But if you believe the Bible more than you believe what's happening out there, you're safe. There's a lot going on. We got the coronavirus, um, this epidemic happening and reports of that China's lying and it's, uh, it's, it's far bigger than we thought it was or that they're telling us. And ultimately, as children of God, we operate by a different set of rules. Life doesn't happen to us. We get to, we get to walk, the Bible says, on the high places of the earth. We get to walk above sickness and disease. Romans 8, 2, one of my favorite scripture verses says, uh, For the law of the spirit of life in Christ has made me free from the law of sin and death. There's two laws. If you're a non-believer, if you're unsaved, you're under the law of sin and death. When you get born again... You switch and you're under the law of the spirit of life. Guess which, which law contains sickness? It's not the Christian one. And so for us, we have the power through the word of God to access victory over sickness, immunity. Psalms 91, a thousand will fall at my side, 10,000 at my right hand will not come near me. But ultimately, what we, the voices we hear and what we say, excuse me, what we hear and what we see will affect us. Uh, what we think about, and therefore what we believe. If I can change the way you think, I can change the way you believe. And then really what it comes down to is what you believe you speak. So you don't need to tell me what you believe. Uh, well, you do need to tell me actually what you believe. But if you're not speaking it, you don't believe it. So if I spend 24 hours with you and, and you don't speak the word of God, you don't actually believe it. It's not part of who you are. The Bible says, I believe, therefore I speak. The proof of belief is, comes out in your speech. But um, I want to talk about the voices of God and the voices that aren't God. Number one, the voice that's not of God is the voice of discouragement. God is not a discourager. Even when he's calling you by the Holy Ghost to repentance, it's not a voice of discouragement. It's a voice of encouragement to believe in the Lord Jesus and repent. God is not a discourager. So any thought Anything that takes you from encouraged to discouraged, it may be thinking about finances, it may be thinking about health, it may be, may be all these things. That's the voice of the devil. Don't allow yourself to stay discouraged. When that thought comes, what do you do? You take that thought captive. If you're, if you're in the military, what do you take captive? You take enemies captive. So these thoughts that come, don't claim them as your own. When a thought comes, you take it captive and you, and, you, and you cast it down, and you basically replace it with what God says. So let's just say it's a financial pressure that you're having, right? The thought comes, my finances, and that pops up, and you immediately go from in a good mood to, oh boy, finances. What do you do? You take that thought captive, 
and you trade it for a different thought. What does the Bible say? The Bible says that whatever I put my hand to prospers. My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory. I'll be blessed coming in, blessed going out. You replace it and you choose to rejoice in the word instead. So any voice of discouragement doesn't belong to you. What about lack? Lack and poverty. That's a voice of the devil. God doesn't bring you out to lack. The Bible says he brought them forth with silver and gold, talking about, talking about the Israelites in Egypt. Egypt is significant, signifies sin. So when we get born again, we're brought out of sin. He brought them forth with silver and gold, and there wasn't one sick or feeble one among them. So God isn't bringing you out to cause you to lack. This isn't, let's have poverty so we stay humble. This is God's looking to bless his people. If you love the Lord and you're a kingdom person, God wants to bless you. Third John chapter 1, verse 2 said, Beloved, I wish above all things that you would prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. God is looking to prosper his people. It's actually a grace that's already been released. The Bible says that, that uh, you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became very poor, that you through his poverty might be rich. That whole chapter is talking about money. And so God is a grace available for you. That's not lack. That's not poverty. It's access through giving. It's access through your tithe. It's access through uh, uh, offerings. And it's access through being a, a kingdom person. So what voice are you listening to? Have you listened to the voice of lack? When you think about your future, what do you think about? Do you think about it being a good thing? Do you, do you worry? Is every thought for the future worry about finances? Or do you think about that there's going to be blessing. The Bible says if you obey and serve him, you spend your days in prosperity and your years in pleasures. Your job as a Christian is to sell yourself by the word of God. Sell yourself on why the future is going to be better. Not, not just, oh, yeah, I think it'll get, it'll get better. No, you utterly convinced. What voice do you believe? What are you speaking out all the time? What voice is coming out of your mouth? And so lack and poverty are a voice of the devil. What about defeat? You know, God didn't call us to lose. You know, there's many sayings that people just say in their life sayings. You know, whatever will be, will be. Oh, I guess it is what it is. You know, you win some, you lose some. That's not how it works. The Bible says in Joshua 1.8 that, that no man shall be able to stand against you all the days of your life. And it also says that he makes us stronger than our enemies. So it doesn't matter what the enemy is, God makes us stronger. Defeat is not a part of it for the child of God. And then what other voice is speaking? Uh, is, it, is, it, is it ill health? Is it sickness? Don't listen to the voice of sickness. Isaiah 53, 1 says, Who has, To whom has believed our report, and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? You know, there's a report from your circumstance, and there's a report from God. The one that you believe is the one that you'll have. And it's as simple as that. Why do you hear me say, the Bible says, the Bible says so many times? It's because I'm here to convince you. I'm still a salesman. I may have left sales about a year and a half ago, but I'm still a salesman. Make no mistake about it. I'm just here by the power of the Holy Ghost to convince you, first of all, to serve God. And then secondly, to do it with your whole heart. And then thirdly, to walk in victory. That's what I feel the message that I carry is, is the walking in victory, that by the power of God, we were created for dominion. Dominion over, over uh, sickness, over disease, dominion over poverty, over lack, dominion in this life, to be able to walk on water, literally walk on water. I believe we're made for these things. And so, so, you, so what voice are you listening to? 
When you wake up in the morning, what voice is speaking the loudest? You choose to turn up the volume and turn down the volume on the voices. The voice of the circumstance is no more real than the voice of the Word of God. Actually, you may be able to see and hear the one with your natural eyes, but the voice of the Word of God has power to perform, and it's enduring. You know, in a thousand years from now, that voice of lack and poverty, if you're a Christian, won't be speaking, because you'll be in heaven, or you'll be on the new earth with Christ. And so the voice that'll last the t- stand the test of time is the voice of Christ, is the voice of victory. What voice is speaking in your life? What voice, uh, what, what voice of shame have you allowed to speak? Anything that's of the past, don't, don't listen to that voice. You have to go into salesman mode and, and, and sell yourself. I'm not who they say I was. I've told this story before, but your identity's got to come from the word of God. Don't let the devil define you. Don't let him tell you who you are. I used to be 245 or so pounds before I lost weight. And um, I remember I was back in, uh, well, I was in Namibia, back in Africa with my family where I'm from. And I uh, was visiting and um, family and we're sitting out on the front patio. I was in a, uh, one of those white plastic chairs, you know, those ones that you can like stack. I was sitting in one of those and we were just talking as a family and sitting around this table. And I was leaning back on this chair, leaning back, leaning back. And I was about 240 pounds at the time. And all of a sudden, crack, and the chair comes out from underneath me. And this chair leg snapped while I was sitting on it. And I go falling back. And man, I'm, uh, I, the Lord helped me to have a sense of humor when I was young. And so I would just use humor and I would deflect. And so when that happened, I would just, you know, make fun of myself. And I used to have a t-shirt that said, fat people are harder to kidnap. And I wore that. Um, I, wore, I wore that t-shirt. Me, Pastor Ryan Yesta, I wore that t-shirt when I was a teenager. But um, I guess it's true, maybe. But uh, man, this thing broke. And what happened to me? I, I knew. I knew I was overweight. I knew it. No one had to tell me I was overweight. I had someone walk up to me in church and say, you're an older person, my mom's age, and we were talking, and I you know, made, started making fun of myself. And they're like, you're not fat. You're pleasantly plump. And I thought to myself, man, that's worse. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't disrespect me like that. How are you going to call me pleasantly plump? Don't plump. What a terrible thing to call a person. But anyway, at that moment when that chair broke, I received a new identity, and it was the identity of chair breaker, of, of plastic chair demolisher, right? And, and it was a crazy thing because in the years to come, I lost weight. Um, I, 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 I shedded the weight and got in good shape, and I went from 245 down to about 160 or so, 165 less than I am now. And uh, still though, even after a year or so of having lost the weight, I would still check a chair every time I went to sit down. And so my faith, my, my human faith in chairs went away. Why? Because I had, I, I had now identified with someone who broke chairs. I had stepped over into the realm of chair breaker. And so that identity, even though the weight had been lost, that identity was still with me. It was a part of who I was. And so what the devil does is he works hard to keep you under old identities of someone who, who, who was in the world, someone who was a mess up, someone who wasn't loved by your parents, someone who made mistakes, someone who abused people, right? Someone who abused substances. And there's this identity. When I talk to anyone who says, oh, I have a, a, a mental issue. Oh, I'm schizophrenic. Oh, I've got depression. First of all, don't claim it. You're not schizophrenic. You're not depressed. The, the devil 
It's his depression. It's his disorder. It doesn't belong to you. It belongs to him. You're a child of God. You're brand new. You have the mind of Christ. You're not suicidal. The devil, the devil, there's a spirit of suicide, but you're not suicidal. You're a child of God. You're bought with a price. And so for us, what voice are we listening to? What echo from the past have we given, have we given room to speak? Don't let your past talk to you. You can remember the victories, but don't let the past bring, bring up old sins and disqualify you for what God has for you. He says, if anyone be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. All things have become new and all things are of God. What voice are you listening to? I'm encouraging you today. Listen to the voice of faith. It's the one that will carry you for the rest of your life. If the word says it, I believe it. If it's not true about the word, it's not true about me. But if it's true about the word, it's true about me. I love you. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you on the next podcast.